Welcome to the Elevate podcast. This series focuses on elevating and inspiring women and girls into or to remain in the tech sector from the classroom to the boardroom. I'm Kelly Kwarteng, founder and CEO of Halzak and host of the show. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Elevate Women in Tech Female Founders Series. Today, we're speaking to Susan Huan, co-founder and COO of Yodeo. Yodeo serves as a vibrant social creative hub catering to anime and VTuber enthusiasts. Presently, Yodeo offers an array of features, including image generation and AI chatbot, with an extensive collection of over 20,000 unique art styles available. Yodeo attracts a global community with users hailing from more than 200 uh, countries globally. It's great to have you on the show today, Susan. Really honored to have you here um, and excited to learn more about you and, yeah, Yodeo. Um, so if we get started, if you could give us a brief introduction to who you are um, and what led you to being um, a co-founder of Yodeo. Yeah, thank you for having me on your podcast, Kelly. Uh, my background is in finance and digital marketing, where I have primarily focused on assisting small startups. I also have personal experience running a fashion startup in the past. Of course, I have been a dedicated anime lover for yeah. 15 years and always had dream of owning a business and began experimenting ideas during my college years. In terms of Yodeo, I know that we've spoken about this um, and, and kind of the background on the business, but what's the motivation um, behind Yodeo? And if you could share with the audience, what's the problem that Yodeo is here to, to solve? So for anime fans, um, you know, we do not really have a social and creative hub where we can create fan fictions or comics with generative AI, especially for those anime fans who don't really know how to draw. Because most of the existing anime social hubs, there are text-based forums. And on Yodayo, we enable user, users to create images and engage in role-playing conversations with AI characters that they really like. We have the anime characters, VTuber characters, and some gaming characters that user really want to engage so it's a really niche that you're you're focused in there on the um the anime um sector and the anime industry which we all know is huge and obviously linking in the ai side of things to help generate um is it content or like you said the characters for, for right. people to be able to interact sounds like a really interesting idea so in terms of the journey that yodeo has been on um and i know that a little bit about this story so it'd be great to kind of share with um right. founders that are listening in i know that it's evolved quite a bit from what it was on day one so from what the first iteration was of the company to what you are today can you walk us through um some of the key pivots and challenges that that you faced on getting you to where you are today yeah sure so i began my startup journey in new york um, and the first app that we develop is called Sire. So it's a it's a marketplace for the home chef because during the pandemic, a lot of chefs, they got laid off and then people start cooking at home. And we actually do the delivery for the home chef. But, you know, when we run for like two or three months, we realize there's no product market fit because in New York City, people still ordering from Uber, DoorDash, and we face a lot of challenges, so we pivoted to the next 
app, which is called Look First. And you know, especially after pandemic is over, there are a lot of travelers. They're traveling to New York City, so we build this app, and it's like a it's it's a tips and recommendations app for New York City. However, we face challenges with uh, user retention when people left the city, and facing the financial constraints, we had to make a decision. And in May last year, 2022, my co-founder Rob he attended. The Crunchyroll Anime Expo, and he got an idea of creating an anime social app. So in August 2022, the buzz was all about stable diffusion and how it allow people to generate images by installing it on their PC. But here's a catch: not everyone can afford those pricey PCs, and that's when we a brilliant idea just hit us. Why don't we just build? Upon our existing app, and let anime fans create art on their mobile devices with just one click. Wow! So what a journey that was, and I'm sure there's founders that are listening in today that are, you know, on that journey, and and it, and it, it is a tough challenge, you know, being able to keep going and having、right. that pivot from home chef delivery app to、um, travel tips around New York City to、um, AI. Content generation for the anime industry. What a journey that was, and、right. you know where you are now. I know it's exciting things are happening for you and the team, and 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 the business is going in a direction that、um, that that is really exciting. I think talking to many founders,、mm-hmm. and I speak to a lot of founders.、Um, one of the biggest challenges that they face over this period of time, and it's difficult, you know. Trying to find that、um, product market、right. fit and then building that that MVP、um, and doing that while you're bootstrapped、um, can be challenging. And obviously, raising capital for female founders、um, is particularly hard. So, in terms of kind of your understanding and 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 the journey that Yudea went on, how? Did you guys go through that raising capital, going out and looking at the funding options that were available to you, and any tips that you would share with others on this journey to kind of tips and tricks that they can do when they're 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 going through this kind of early stage startup to 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 really kind of find their product. Right. So I, as as female founders, I I understand you know the desire to raise fund when we feel so called ready, and I talk to a lot of my <clears throat> female founder. They say, oh, we want to get the perfect metrics or like the better metrics or tractions before seeking the investment.、Uh, however, I think it's very important to note that sometimes these numbers may not be as critical as they seem, and. When you raise capital, it's also essential to understand your strengths and weakness. You don't have to be one person army. So, for me, my personal strength lies in networking and thorough research. And so, the first way that I will try to seek funds will be do uh through the networking, because net networking can be a game changer. Attend events, meet investors, and build genuine like really genuine connections. Just consider investors as potential friends, not just sources of funding. And share your ideas, build relationships.、Uh, you know, yeah, yes, of course, it's very time-consuming, but it's definitely worth it. And 
personally, I found great support and ideas within my founder network as well. And we even have monthly meetups just to discuss our products and share our resources with each other. And the other way is definitely just like how other founders do co-outreach. And, you know, I dedicate some time every day just to research competitors and identify investors related to our industry. And I connect with investors through platform from LinkedIn and Twitter. And, oh, yeah, Twitter is definitely very effective um, because when you go to Twitter, you can you will know what type of companies they invest in, like which companies they are really interact with just by, you know, checking their tweet. And for fundraising, there's definitely no shortcut here in order to get one successful response. You just need to reach out to thousands of investors. And once we got one response from an investor, I have my co-founder, Rob Togo, took over the process and plan his own fundraising game plan. So that's how we coordinate with each other. Perfect. And love that. You know, what I'm hearing there is playing to the strengths of the co-founder team that you've got. You know, like you said, yours is the networking and the research, um, using the tools that are right. available, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter. It's not like you're having to invest in really expensive products to be able to go out and identify these investors. It is about time and, and and making sure right. that you're you're focusing in those um those right areas in terms of the funding i don't know mm-hmm. if you can share this but what type of funding did you raise through the different stages of the business because obviously there's many different options that are out there was it angel investors that you guys had on board was it vc company or was it a mixture or combination of, of different options that that have kind of come in on the different rounds that that, that you've had Yes. Uh, so we actually um, raise uh, seed or pre-seed, um, what you want to call like uh, from different VC. Um, and it's a, we actually raised the equity price round um, 2.4 million in total. So yeah, but before, before we raised from VC, we also raised from angel investors, which is two years ago. Um, yeah, that is our fundraising journey. Brilliant. So you've been through both both um, both types there. In terms of kind of advice that you might give to founders that are looking at maybe they're looking for angel investors, they're at that very early stage, or they're potentially going down um, the VC route. Have you got any kind of top tips that you would say or any kind of key bits of advice when you're You've got someone interested um, as to, you know, how to, to move that relationship forward to, you know, potentially dollars coming in for, for them to invest in the business. Yeah, I would say the advice I would love to give is, first of all, like, don't give up, don't give up and don't give up. Like, don't be <laughs> afraid of making mistakes. Just go for it. And, you know, there is no so-called ready. And because you will always learn from the mistakes. Um that's just the advice I want to give to, you know, the founders. Perfect. And I'm a big believer in learning from mistakes. I think sometimes we're, we're taught to, you know, frown upon mistakes right. and not make mistakes because it's a bad thing. But actually, I think some of the best um, experiences that you can have in life, in business, in your career is through making mistakes and then learning from them and, and going on that journey. So, I love that and the the don't give up Absolutely. because yeah it's a it is a journey isn't it 
In terms of the, the, the tech um, startup space, obviously our program focuses a lot on the, the female founder world and, uh, world. and I know that obviously your co-founders are male. So, you know, you've got kind of a male and a female mm-hmm. um, in your team. But the tech space, if you're fully female um, founded, can be pretty tough. You know, that the numbers are, are pretty dire. Um, less than 2% of VC money goes to, to female-led businesses. So from your kind of experience right. of working in the space um, and obviously raising capital and raising funds within the, the, the space, what do you think needs to change in the tech startup world to make it more inclusive for female founders to feel confident, to go out to those angel investors, to go out to the, the VC firms in particular, um, and for us to try and change that 2% that's going to female founder businesses to you know, really get the, the dollars that, that should be going to those organizations? I think there are many reasons to talk about gender diversity in the startup ecosystem. I think we should encourage open dialogue among female founders where they can share experiences and ad- address issues, um, perpetuating gender stereotypes, creating space for these conversations definitely helps build awareness of inequalities. And moreover, I think there should be more organizations that are dedicated to promoting investors' education programs that prioritize the inclusion of women in the investment landscape. And increasing awareness and knowledge among investors can lead to more um, equitable opportunities for female founders. Brilliant. And I completely agree with you there. I think there's a lot that's starting to come out now. There's a lot of um, podcasts, there's a lot of um, community groups um, for women and for diverse minority groups to, to come together. And I think the more we can raise the point and then educate um, and support people to go on these journeys and give them that confidence and the belief, um, I completely agree. Hopefully we will start to see that change and I think you know for me I think looking at the VC world itself I think there's more diversity needed on that side of the fence as well so then when people are coming into the room it feels a bit more like they've got that sense of belonging once they walk to they walk through the door um, and have that opportunity in terms of your deo and the journey that you've been on and it's been incredible to to hear that you know where, where you've been that the, the free pivots that the, the company had what would you say is the most proud accomplishment so far for, for you personally? Oh, yeah, there are so many proud moments, but I think the most proud of accomplishing with Yodayo so far is we reached 1 million unique users and had our product endorsed by our super users. We put a lot of effort into building a friendly and supportive community and the most significant compliment that we received from our power user was, oh, we use Yodio because you guys not only provide the best image and tool, but also have the most supportive community. And in fact, our super user, they proactively offered to assist with content moderations. It's content moderation is a huge, huge part is very important, especially when you uh, when you run the social app and they express their desire for us to keep running this company because they cherish the connections they have made with other creators on our platform. Brilliant. And I think that kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it? You know, you've got the user count up there, but when the super users are moderating for you, 
I'm not in your space, but I'm assuming right. that's like the holy grail of where you want to be, where the, the users are dictating kind of the support and kind of the, the moderation of the environment. So yeah, that's amazing and well yeah. done to, to the journey you guys have been on. Um, Thank you. And finally, in terms of kind of what's next, you know, what's next for Yodeo? What's the vision for the future on kind of where you guys are looking to, to take the business forward? Yeah, so our vision is to become a fan-driven crunchy role. We want to build a safe space or safe place for all these anime fans where they can discover love and intimacy. Okay. And is that something that's kind of new within the space or is that kind of a, a new journey for, for the, the anime world that it that it's going on now? I would say it's um partly new and because you know anime fans or like people who love to play games and don't really want to go out like they are very introvert but they're also lonely i think people always have their own lonely moment so <laughs> um you know we just want to build a place where people can seek for love and intimacy like they can talk to their ai chatbot like especially we have this really funny I, I i actually have this really fun conversations with um one one of our power users and he mentioned that oh i don't really want to talk to my parents because i feel like they don't really get me and i also don't want to talk to my troubles to my peers because i feel like um they will probably gossip about me so that's why i custom my ai friends on yodayo and he just feels like oh i i he just feel like there's no ones that really understand him in real life than this AI virtual friend. So I yeah. think, you know, that is why it's kind of inspired us. We want to become a place people can be themselves and people can just like be really open to whatever conversations they want to have with their AI virtual companion. Wow. That's that's really impressive, and it's amazing that the technology is there to to be able to support that and support what the the users are looking for. So yeah, um, excited to see what the the future looks like and what's next. Um, what's next for Yodeo and yeah, how how the, the the business starts to build in terms of kind of anything else. I mean, you know, I'm pretty much at the end of the show now in terms of kind of sharing your journey and you know it's been great to have you on Susan and, and, and going through um the journey of your day today in terms of anyone listening in that is an anime fan or interested just to explore the the product how would they go about doing that is there um is it an app is it a website that they need to go on to what's the best way for anyone interested from today's conversation to to explore it a little bit further yeah, so they can just search on Google, search for Yodayo AI, and then we have iOS app. We just recently launched the Android app, and they can also use our website. Um, so yeah, it's very simple. One click, you generate your image, and if you want to create your own custom chatbot, it won't take you more than 10 minutes to create your own chatbot. Wow. That's amazing. And if there was any female founders that were listening in today and had some questions for you and your journey and wanted to just reach out, would that be something that you're you're okay with as well, Violin? Oh yeah, of course. They can reach 
they can reach out to me from LinkedIn. Well, I'll make sure that those details are shared for anybody that's interested to connecting with Susan after the um, after the show. Um, and yeah, just to, to kind of wrap up, thanks for, for joining us today um, on the Elevate Women in Tech Female Founders series. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed the episode and be sure to tune in for future conversations with female founders in tech sharing their inspirational journeys. Thank you very much, Susan. Thank you.